Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Use promo code KIRK and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code KIRK at DraftKings.com. All right, the guest this week is Chad Finn. He's the media uh, critic or columnist or whatever you want to call it for the Boston Globe. Uh, he's had some battles with EI in the past, a lot of personalities, a lot of back and forth. So we brought him in. I'm surprised he did it. Came in, he answered all the questions. We went back and forth for, I think, over an hour. So here it is, Chad Finn of the Boston Globe on Enough About Me. So I figured we'd start with, uh, so I looked at your chat last Friday and went over it. And uh, you addressed, first of all, I have to think that, Almost all the questions you get are about me. <laughs> I would think, right? I heard you say that on, uh, I think, a previous podcast. I mean, it has to be true. It's probably about 40%. No shit. 40%? Really? Yeah. What's left to fucking know about it? Everything's been said and done. It's all the same questions, isn't it? Yeah, the the other 40% is, uh, should John Farrell be fired? Yes. So, yeah. There's yes. only so many things you can ask, but the, 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 uh, the thing that gets me is... It really is a higher percentage than probably all the other shows on both stations put right. together. And I get good readership on that thing. I get 300 questions, probably 2,000 page views on average, and it's constantly about whatever is going on with you guys. Because our show has drama. The other shows, the ships are pretty, like, you know, appear to be smooth. Yeah, that's it, yeah, especially we, at the other station. We kind of lay it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it, too, with, uh, you know, before Glenn took over the middays, you know, right. who's, uh, What's going who's on it going to be there? All the, You know, the... Um, but so I read it, and I read that you were pissed at me and Jerry about the way we handled Andrew Mahoney. And people, a lot of people listening to podcasts might be saying, "Who's Andrew Mahoney?" So I'll lay it out quick. Right. So uh, I'm gonna say a week ago we're taping this on Wednesday. Maybe a week ago, or maybe I guess it'll be the day before. We had Garoppolo on. We did the interview. We have Garoppolo on every week before he got hurt. Like we so it's Monday morning, right? Yeah, Monday morning. So we probably posted Monday afternoon. Does that make sense? Yeah. After the interview, Monday or Tuesday or whatever. Uh, he wrote that Jimmy Garoppolo was on a morning show and said whatever the hell he said in the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't give us credit, didn't name the show, which they normally do. The Globe didn't do forever. We broke their balls about it. Uh, yeah, I used to do that. Right. So so I read the story. In reading it, I was like, there's a reason why this motherfucker is not naming our show. <laughs> no question in my mind, none. So I go to at Andrew Mahoney. Uh, I encourage our the podcast listeners to go there and give him shit. And I looked at all the people he follows, and of course he followed every single 985 personality all the way down to the guy who left Touch and Rich the Morning Guy, Adolfo, to producers and Mike Thomas and every on-air guy. Not a what, on Twitter? Yeah. Not, not Facebook friends, Twitter? Not, well, I'll get to Facebook in a second. And not a single EEI guy. Uh-huh. Not one. Which, if you like 985 better than EEI, 
Good for you. Good. Listen all day. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I really don't. But then I went to a... You do uh, a little. I really don't. I, I really don't. I have plenty of people who listen. Things are great. A little bit. So, so no, 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 no. I know you like 95 better. It's okay. So then all he, right, he, Jerry. He went, he went to... Then I went to the Facebook page and found out... And this is totally true. I swear on the life of my kids. He uh, is a member of the 98.5 Ski Squad. Now, yeah. now, now, let's be fair about this. You're not going to be fair about it, though. Well, would you say that he prefers 98.5 to WEI? Would you say the evidence is, is, is fair to at least make that statement? I would say your personal research probably indicates that. Were he to go on, uh, were Jimmy Garoppolo to go on Touch and Rich or Tom Brady, like Tom Brady went on Touch and Rich, <laughs> I, th- I have a feeling that Andrew Mahoney would credit Toucher and Rich program by name in this story. Is this petty? Yes. Is this what we do? Yes. But you want this the guy, facts? Well, if I said anything that's not true so far? Um, you said things that I don't know to be true. I mean, they could be. Well, we can print them out and hand them to you. Here's what happened. Well, first of all, I used to do this. Right. Uh, Steve Silva, who uh, sat next to me and would sometimes talk to you guys about things that I said. I used to do this. Bit of a mole. com. Right. Um, there were times I forgot to do it. There were times Steve forgot to do it, who really, really likes you guys. I think if you search for his stuff, you would find that, He likes uh, us, yeah. Yeah, he does. You know, right. like, really, Jerry and Dino are his guys. Right. And uh, it was an oversight. He had a meeting at 9.30. He got in at work at 9.30. Come on. Uh, had a meeting at 11. It's truth, though. And It's an oversight? Linked out so to he you called guys. A, so he called it a morning show? Yeah, but he linked out to the site. Isn't that a bigger deal? Isn't it? But but would you... Who assigns that? Uh Probably the online sports editor. I mean, it's a standard thing. We've been doing it for eight to ten years. Matt Pepin. Okay. Wouldn't you... Who doesn't care at all about you guys? Or the other station. But, like, you can understand why we'd have some natural suspicion given that, you know, you go over everything. There's not a single person on our station he follows on Twitter, which I have to be honest, and I'm not saying this is an ego thing, is it to follow me. It's a little weird if you're a Boston Globe sports editor or whatever you are, and you're active in Boston on Twitter, and you don't follow anybody from the station. Yeah. Fuck me. Forget me or Jerry or Lou or Glenn or Michael or isn't that strange? Yeah, it's a little, a curiosity perspective. It's a bit isn't surprising. that weird? I mean, yeah. I'd want some balance anyway. I'd even I'd like to follow people I don't like anyway. Right. And he uh goes to fucking Adatash with, you know, uh Bob Soshi and uh, you know, fucking Adam Jones. Oh, is that what happened? Well, is that a exactly member, what, he's a member what is the ninety eight five ski squad? That's a Facebook thing, right? Yes. What well, you do is you go and I talked to somebody who's on the air at 98.5 about this. I won't say who he is. I'll just say he used to play quarterback for the Patriots and leave it at that. And he said, is he black? That, yes. No, he's not. He played for the Patriots. He's not black. They don't <laughs> have black guys play quarterback. Uh, and he said it was that, is that you would go and you'd get whatever. You'd get fucking three passes for whatever. At three, so you do it through 98.5. You get to go to Sunday River and whatever for $70 instead of $90. Right. You know what I mean? But he doesn't ski. But when you went up there, but, so, but why did he join it then? Because a sales uh, friend of his over there. Uh, oh, sent the- oh, a sales yeah. friend over at 98.5. Yeah. Okay, one of his sales friends at 98.5 made a deal with him. You so think that's a big bucks. thing? Well, I think he has a clear 98.5 bias. Well, you. That's you obvious. That's obvious. You I, know that's obvious. But that has nothing to do with just missing mentioning you guys. Silva you see, did you- that. Silva has a WEI bias. And it happened with him, right? Well, I don't know. Did he credit? I mean, with the guys were on Touch Earn, should he not credit them? He should have. If he didn't, I don't know if we ever actually wrote them up. But, but if he didn't, but my point is, if he didn't, he should have. That's 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 right. wrong. You but anyway, what it was was a sales friend sending it along. Uh, you know how things come up that you like on Facebook? Click like on it. I mean, this is how he explained it to me. Okay, so and you don't uh, know if it's true or not. I believe him. 
I have no reason not to. I mean, he's uh, he's a guy who's been there longer than I have. And he's so a, you said you were, you wrote you were pissed. What were you pissed about? Because why he, would, why shouldn't we be pissed about that? Because you look a, at that, it's a really minor oversight of a thing. Don't you think? No, I mean, you're no, really mad about this because you look mad about it. I'm mad about. I'm you mad look about, mad. I'm mad about like I get mad about <laughs> things. I'm mad about it because it speaks to sort of a larger bias that we think the globe has against. Right. The this is a kind which of has thing been going on since you and I were fucking teenagers or whatever, or, or you know, early twenties, whatever it is. Way, way, way back in the day with with Glenn and John and Jerry, and we feel like it's continued forever. And this is another example, by the way, that 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 was. To me, at its peak was not even that. Its peak was Callum Borchers, which was fucking right. un. I mean, how he had a job that day, the next day, is unbelievable to me. And again, I'll run through it real quick. People who listen to our show, and we've talked about it enough. No, he wrote a story about how ninety five was beating EI in the ratings. Fact. I mean, that was mm-hmm. it was true at the time. I, mean, I don't think you know. I don't think we could dispute that. Uh, and picked and basically built this story around talking to a couple of men on the street who turned out to be friends of his. Who right. turned out to be ninety eight point five fans. My argument is a it's just fucking lazy. You could pick, you could go somewhere and find two people like ninety eight five, two random people. Wouldn't be hard to do. Uh, a it's on unla- it's lazy. B it's unethical. Yeah, how do you I mean, how do you still have a there. job? I mean, how does he have a job the next day? So you, from our perspective, can't you see if that's if you're us, right? You're sitting right. there and you read that story. Aren't you thinking, well, these fucking guys don't care. Mm-hmm. They're obviously out to get us. Yeah, but I think you also... Uh, and by the way, he was an intern for John and Jerry and right. never acknowledged it. And I can tell you, if he's an intern for John and Jerry, he probably hated those guys. I, can, <laughs> I, am, I am a thousand percent confident in that. So yeah. there's about 40 layers of bias within that. That was three years ago, give or take, two or three, four years, whatever. That's the kind of thing where that happens every so often. And we're like, well, what's the fucking point? The Globe hates us. And that's and by the way, sometimes that's not the worst thing. Like mm-hmm. Callum Borches was kind of good for us. But it's... That was crazy, and that unethical is right and fireable. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Jerry talks about him being fired, and that's not what happened. He left for a better job at the he Washington went to the Post. Post. Yeah, right. he left on his own accord. But he's also a couple of years but later. He's been running some other trouble there. He did some shit with the Post a few months ago that got sort of viral. He's, but my point is, I haven't. What did you him. think of that? I mean, why? What, first of all, why didn't you write that story? Well, I want to have my say on Andy first. Um, Who Mahoney? Oh, because. Uh, I mean, that's what happened with him was that he liked something. Somebody sent him on Facebook, and that was it. And I understand if you have, you know, you say he doesn't follow EI people. That, I, I don't I'd care quest- if Andrew Mahoney follows me on Twitter. I'd question that, too. But I mean, that, that's strange. You know, right? it's a really harmless thing. There are different levels of stuff. And oh. what you guys sometimes do is apply sort of a mass, uh, the globe hates us thing to everything. You do it to me. I've been accused of doing the things that Callum Borches did by you guys. And when? Give me an example. Well, I don't know. I don't write the dates down. I well, mean, I mean, I, but you I must have something in mind. Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever he wrote in that story, my name was applied to it. You know what I mean? To which? The one story that he wrote. The Borcher story? Yeah. Well, why didn't you write that story? I didn't want to write that story. Why not? First of all. Well, were you, were you offered that story and said no? No. Uh, it popped up from, uh, I think, a business editor. Right. Um, that story, first of all, was all stuff that I've written. It was a rehash of things, the factually correct stuff, was a rehash of things I'd written for three years, maybe. Right. Um, If I recall correctly, the ratings on that went back to 2010. I've been on the beat since 2009, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there. Um, I wrote about you guys getting overtaken by 98.5 in the ratings or, you know, various things like that. I think the only thing new he had maybe was like something about ad revenue. But he was wrong. Well, that too. I mean, he said that 98.5 had gone up in their ad revenue. It might be true. 
without leaving out the, the, the fact that it's a fact now is that the morning show bills twice as much as the other morning show. And he said on the air that he wasn't writing a novel. He didn't have, yeah. I, can't, I still can't believe the fucking guy came on the next day. That was the most amazing thing because he came on and got slapped around. But he, would, he left stuff out. And that is, that's where distrust is built, I mm-hmm. think. And, I mean, you, you're right. I'm sure we criticize the, the Globe for things that maybe they didn't do wrong. I don't know. But yeah, that's, stuff but that, right. But that's where the distrust is built, though, and that's yeah. where I feel like there's no coming back from. Right, but you guys would go after me if you could. I've been doing this for eight years, something like that. And if I did something factually incorrect, uh, you'd have a field day. Well, shouldn't we? Yeah, you, but you can't. That's the thing. Maybe that's true. I doubt it. But I have had a long-held belief. Not a long-held belief. I know for a fact there's been a bias from the globe against WEI. That's a fact. But let's first get to DraftKings.com. At DraftKings.com, you don't have to come in first place to cash in. The player who finished 800th in week one took home 100 bucks. 100 bucks for 800th place. This weekend, DraftKings is hosting another huge fantasy contest with over a million bucks in total prizes up for grabs. It's the destination. We know this. For one week fantasy football, I know all you guys and girls listening play fantasy football, so go to DraftKings. It makes sense. One week fantasy means no season-long commitments, so you're not in trouble if you have a bad week. Just pick your contest, draft your team, follow the action live. Go to DraftKings.com right now. Choose your players for this weekend's contest. For listeners of my podcast, you guys, help me out here. Help yourselves out. Enter promo code Kirk, K-I-R-K. Play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code Kirk, K-I-R-K, to play free. For your share of over $1 million in total prizes, DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. Here's the criticism I would have for you mm-hmm. is that, and you, I think you've acknowledged this before in chats and stuff, is that you will not criticize fellow Globe guys on the radio because of your coworkers. Oh, no, 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 no. Not fellow Globe guys on the radio. Fellow Globe guys I work with for what they write. I mean, uh, who are you talking about? Like Gasper? Well, I see. you're way more critical now of Maserati than you were when he was at Boston.com. Yeah, we only worked together for like a year, though. Yeah, but you weren't critical of him when you were at Boston.com. That's a Herald guy. Come on. He's but Jerry's yeah, but guy. You, but you worked together with him. Yeah, we did 10.0 once in a while. But, but, my, but you were co-workers. So fund, I mean, fundamentally, though, me and Maz have really never agreed on anything. And I think if you're familiar with both of us, as you are, you know right, that. Right. right. But would you say you're more critical of Maserati now than when you worked with him? Um, yeah, but Chris he was Gasper, only starting you, out with the radio then. Do you think it Chris Gasper is a good radio personality? I like Gasper on the radio. You, you do? don't? Yeah, really. I think you guys should give him a tryout. Not really. We can't. He's at 98.5. He's, you he's, got some he's, people you're talking to, don't you? We're talking to some people Is that there. Keith? Hardy? Uh, Heidi Watney? Yeah, yeah, oh, you heard about Heidi Watney, too? Yeah, I was out there. Yeah, that's, I don't think we're talking to her. That's, that's the knock, is that you have been on the record said you will not be critical of Globe guys. That's not true? Covering the newspaper. Not the radio, not television, whatever. But no, is anybody in a prominent role? I mean, I, I write. Well, I mean, Maserati was writing for Boston.com and co-hosting the afternoon drive show. I'd yeah, say it's fairly prominent. A, a year of overlap, but you know that show. That's immediate. a long time. What What was the state of that show when I was covering? When I have no uh, idea. Stunk? I'm sure well, it was doing very well. I can tell you, sure it was doing well. It blew past the big show. Right. Uh, within a year. Right. Of the ratings. Um, it felt like something new at the time. I don't think Maz was quite the troll then that he is now. He was always kind of that way as a beat writer, I guess. So, but yeah, I don't think he's got it's any... it's extreme now. Once you agree, I mean, do you Maserati? listen to it? I yeah. listen to yeah, I listen to both stations. I think yeah. I, I I gotta be honest. I like I find uh, Felger's a good host. I find Maserati unlistenable now. I think he's a parody. When I well, hear let me him. let me ask you this: uh, in the baseball term, replacement levels, could they? plug in anybody yes gasper well um, I, I mean i don't know who's I, christian arcand i think uh, giardi no, i don't know would don't it be know. a better show yeah, i think this is sort of a familiar feel to it now and i guess they get along in this sort of a 
a thing. But I, you think so? I listen to the show. I, I don't hear a lot of laughs. I hear Felger talk. He rants. Maserati is fucking gibberish. Felger basically ignores him. Goes on another <laughs> rant. Jim Murray says something. They take a couple of calls. They take calls from. It was a show that started up by saying we're not going to need celebrity callers. They take like right, four or five did. celebrity callers in a row. Then they go to a break. It's look, fuck, it's working. So I'm with a why with a why know, but right. that's what I hear. I think I find Maserati to be fucking I think of everybody who's on the air every day from six A to six P on both stations, other than yeah, I'd say Maserati's the worst. I, I, I don't, I don't anybody see, on both shows? From six A to six P full time, I think. Count Thornton. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I, I would say Thornton uh, has the ability to have a conversation and string sentences together. Maserati, I'll listen. They'll have, like, Greg Bedard on, who, you know, again, is for me, it's not listenable radio. They'll they'll do their thing back it's and forth. pretty mellow. And they'll go, they'll do, like, question four. Who's the most, who's the biggest diva receiver in the NFL? And Felger will say somebody, and uh, Greg will say somebody. And then Maserati will say, back up, he sucks. And, like, and I'm like, well, anything else? Fucking anything else? Yep, but but why am I, why am I not getting you know on Friday? Why am I not getting two thousand words from you on, on that? Do you disagree with that? Because uh, I get eight hundred words first okay, of all. Fine, but, uh, why can't why can't I get eight hundred words on why Maser- what happened to Tony Maserati? Why does he suck? Why is he a buffoon? What why is he a laughing stock? When you listened to him twenty years ago, he had a little more thought than this. Uh, he is, well, he was different on the Big Show because there were two is, people Glenn let talk: Sean McAdam. And Maz, right. in terms of talking about Don't sports. you think at some point Maserati has embraced this sort of uh, boobdom? I mean, do you, think, do, do you think that this is really... I know Maserati a little bit. You know him better than I do. Uh, you guys were co-workers for a long time. Do you think... Uh, do, do you how think, long? Do you think... A, a year's long enough for me. Oh, you yeah, could yeah. write a guy sucks. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think that he has embraced this sort of idiocy? Yeah, it's lucrative. I well, think sure you all is. do it to some degree, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't sit there and just do dumb stuff time after time after time. Occasionally, I do. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a little more. I'm a little more thoughtful than that. Yeah, he's. I mean, I he's, mean, he's a become, cartoon character. He's a parody at this point. He is. So why don't the ratings suffer? Uh, I, it was, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, Felger's is, great. He's really good at what he does. Yeah, I, you uh, and Felger are the two people in the market who mix in a curveball once in a while. Again, for a. a Baseball analogy. Well, Felger does a lot of. Felger doesn't go outside of sports. There's a circle for Felger. Right. Yeah. You he guys does do, not. He does you know, none of that. Candid I mean, man talk. Whatever I feel. You call it. I feel like that. Sh- that show is. It's fucking working. But I feel like that show is. You get the same thing every single day. It's fine. They're doing a good job. Good for them. Yeah. But but I think Maserati to me is a buffoon, and, and I think you feel that way too. And I know you felt that way while you were working together. And I don't. I guess I don't know. Maybe you thought it'd be uncomfortable if you saw him. Man, no. we didn't really work together. He never came. I, I, I barely know Maz, really. I mean, he would come into the office to do, uh, you know, those little 10.0 hits. We'd do those for 10 minutes with Alan Miller. You guys know him. He used yep. to be the yep. video guy. And uh, he'd be gone. I mean, you you know him better than I do. Who, Tony? Yeah, I, I think so. Well, I mean, I know you him a little see bit. Him at, I mean, he doesn't do Comcast, right? Nah, nah, he do I don't know that well. I mean, what, whatever. But how about Shaughnessy? You think Shaughnessy's good on the radio? I do. Yeah, Shaughnessy's good on the radio. I do not. I mean, not as a host. He's not polished, you know, when he fills in for Mass. But uh, I think people re- there either. People realize he's a little bit different than the guy they read in the column, and I, I, I think they, uh, I think they like that. And you know, he's not a host. He's not doing four hours or twenty hours a week. But you put him on there for an hour, like uh, Zoe and uh, Beetle will do today for you know for an hour. It's good. Anybody at the Globe is not good in the radio. Everybody's Who else good? is on? Uh, Gasper's on. Dupont's been on. Uh, uh, Dupont, uh, nah. 
Not, not my thing on the radio, but I can't Shaughnessy's remember hearing him on, on the radio. Maserati was there. He was on. Maz is a the, herald guy. Give me is, a break with your The point is, I do believe that the Globe uh, in 98.5, I should say, wisely said, we're going to take some Globe guys, Gasper and Dan and Tony and DuPont. Mm-hmm. It's a Boston.com guys. Put them on, and there will be some level of protection. Who are your first four guests on this thing? Uh, Portnoy. Yep. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know who are the next two. Dan? No idea. Dan. Uh, Dan was my second guest. Jackie? Jackie. Okay, that's two Globe people, right? Uh, well, Jackie's not the Globe, but yeah. Dan and Bob. I mean, Emeritus, uh, so whatever you say. Oh, yeah. come on. But that's all anymore. anybody associates him with. Right. They look at him and say, oh, Comcast, but Bob what's your Ryan. Point, no, but I went on and went back and forth with them. Shaughnessy and I was in, are not friends. I'm saying they're Globe personality. But right, but you had value into putting them on. You sure. Knew people are going to listen to it. And it's the same thing with having them on for an hour on Wednesdays with Zoe and Bertrand, right? I mean, the Globe is a prominent uh, media outlet with people who have been prominent in this market for decades. And, and uh, there's, you, you're trying to establish a podcast. You bring on the people with big names. That's three of them right there. I know Jackie's ESPN, but they, uh, I think she's still associated with the Globe to some degree. I got to circle back because I'm going to forget to do this. You got to tell me once more why you're pissed at me and Jerry about little Andy Mahoney, who we made fun, who we made <laughs> I fun of. I tried to circle back to that. Who we, well, uh, who we made fun of. I actually want to circle back to Cal Borchers because he's a behind-the-scenes guy. Tough it's shit. like he me wrote, going he, at Ben. He, he wrote the story. He's doing his job. Yeah, you know? but he didn't do his job. Well, which was what? To, I to think mention you guys by name. You should. You, you should called say, the show Dennis and Callahan today. He yeah, knows well, the show better than well, you do. That looms, that looms over <laughs> me. That's why. Because, it's going to haunt you forever. Because, because you know why. You know exactly why. Nah, and I you're, don't. You, when you look at somebody's fucking Some Twitter followers, thing. and it's all 985 people, yeah. and the guy fucking is 985 ski team, and he writes for the Globe, the same place that Callum Borchers, there is natural distrust. That is simple. Yeah, same but place that Shalise Manson so, Young wouldn't credit us. It's the same old shit. Shalise didn't over, do that? No. Of well, see, that, she maybe that was petty. Over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again. And over again. Yeah. That's well, all. I mean, listen, I mean, again, is, is, it, is it as important as fucking, you know, cancer research? No. But in our little world, it's important. And when we see somebody write that, we're like, okay, well, obviously they're saying fuck you to us. No, so you we'll got you you a couple them. days of mileage out of it. It's a small. Uh, you got one segment out of it. It's a small. No, you guys talked about multiple nah, days. We did one good yeah, segment on it. It was funny, and we crapped on him, and it you was did. good. Yeah, you sicked your uh, Twitter people on him. Who, did he you take know, a beating? He took a beating. Good. He got some. Uh, you, you like to mention Brandy Love. He got some of that sort of did thing. He? Yeah. Good. Yeah, no Lexington Steel. He didn't get any though. death threats, did he? Was, he? was he worried about his life, like uh, Callum Borchers? Did he? Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm but he not wasn't sure prepared that. for but, it. You know, he's he a behind-the-scenes guy. He was uh, good. The next I think time, taken aback. And if he does scrambling again, at work, left your name out, put the, the next link time in. we put our name in. I'm sure Rob Bradford was uh, really happy to have the link rather than your name, right? Uh, a little traffic to the about, site. I don't care about him. Next time, next time he writes a story, <laughs> is he going to put our name in it? I, you have to ask him that. Do you think I might just? We tried to get him on. I might come on. Take it out. Why wouldn't you come on? I don't know why you get hung up on like the who likes who thing like on social media, though. I mean, Well, it shows that he's a fan of 98.5. Yeah, you like me on Facebook. I do? Yeah, you do. On Facebook? Yeah, you do. <laughs> do I really? Yeah. I can look that up. <laughs> there you go. I'm a fan of yours on Facebook. I hope Jerry heard that. Yeah, well, I can edit this out with, like, just like that. <laughs> do I really? Well, there you go. But uh, I, my, my guess is like on Twitter, I, I follow you. I follow you. I follow uh, Tony Maserati. I follow Christian Fourier. Yeah. I follow uh, whoever the fuck. I used to follow Touch and Rich before they blocked me. I follow. Um, Who else has blocked you? Not everybody. I follow Bertrand. I follow you. You follow both sides. If you if you looked at my Twitter account, if I was just some random guy, 
and uh, you saw that I followed uh, Jerry Callahan, Kirk Minahan, John Dennis, Chris Curtis. Yeah, but you're not some random guy. You work in the but industry. I, but six or seven years ago, I was. It benefits you to follow them. Six or, or it makes sense for you to but follow when I was, them. But when I was doing what he was doing effectively for our website, I followed people from both stations. Yeah. When you do that, you are saying, I'm a fan of that station. And I don't believe that he just randomly got, oh, 98.5, some sale. My sales friend at 98.5 said, uh, you know, you joined the ski team. Oh, okay. Well, that's how he explained it but, to me. But there's a clear bias. You you must know that that's a bias. If you like all one side, you don't like the other, and you're assigned to write about the show, and you leave the name of the show out, you are... You really think you left the name out deliberately? Yes, absolutely he, he did. And yeah, it's not even that big a deal, but why wouldn't you just admit it? He didn't. That's why? why. Why would you admit something you didn't do on purpose? And what are you pissed about? Do you admit things you do on purpose? Sometimes, because yeah. He's I a, apologize for things all the time. He, I'm, I, I get in I, trouble for apologizing. I, I said pissed because he's a behind-the-scenes guy oh, who doesn't – let me shit. explain it because you've interrupted me every time I try to explain God, please, it. please, please. I will. Yours. He's yeah. a behind-the-scenes guy. I think yeah. the guy cited was uh, Jerry Spar. I don't know if he still works yeah, here, yeah, but he yeah, did yeah. a lot of the yeah. sort of grunt work there. Jerry's the editor. He's, he's great. been there forever. He doesn't, he doesn't want to take uh, or want to be a person who – has a public, it, I don't know, imp- impression, face like Shaughnessy does. Like he gets crap. Doopy does. Sure. He gets crap. I do to some degree, less than those guys, but it comes with the business. He's a guy who's there writing up the news of the day, uh, wants, a, wants to be low-key, didn't mean anything by it. It was just rushed that day, and it turned into this uh, big shitstorm that – it wasn't that he big wasn't planning for it. Wasn't for that big it was. Shit. He got that big a shitstorm. Yeah, the phone didn't stop ringing at work. <laughs> you you pre- you know what he was? He was your pre Bart. He was. he was your warm up for what happened with Bart yesterday. He was. We, Except well, you I, didn't have Katie Nolan helping you out. That's true. Thank God for Katie Nolan, who you described in the Globe as uh, fearless and brave because she takes on people. So what like, that comes uh, from? Because people, I don't know. I think it was you. Didn't you write that magazine profile? I did. Because she takes on people like Roger Goodell, me a new Bart Hubbock, and Greg Hardy. Is that brave? Uh, Ray, I, I, Ray Rice, Peter King, Rick these Riley. Are not, these are not. Did I use the word brave? These are, these are, I think you did. The only time I've heard brave is uh, my boss describing Shaughnessy that way. Oh, that, God. That's, that's where that Do always comes up. vomit when Joe Sullivan talks about Shaughnessy like he's the, the greatest person ever You lived. like Dan. I like the dance do. around. We don't get along great, but I like he's around. He's I don't good want, for business. I don't want him gone. I definitely don't want him gone. Yeah. Did he call for you to get fired? And did no, DuPont, DuPont did. No, DuPont did. What's your he's issue with Dan? motherfucker. My issue with Dan is that he – we've had a couple of issues over the years. During the Aaron Andrews thing, he tweeted out something, a couple of stories that, like, without comment, like a Washington Post story about what an asshole Oh, was. yeah, 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 Some right. Some other story. For me, without comment means – The retweet. To me, that's yeah, – that. And, I remember now. And he did the Hubbock thing, the, uh, the video. Like, right. right away, he was all fired up. And then when I confront Dan about it, he acts like he doesn't know how to use the internet. Yeah. Then the next thing I know, he's tweeting out, you know, make sure you vote the Globies, hashtag fucking whatever. So it's got to be one or the other. Yeah, I think that's the the, the Andy Mahoney's actually driving. Does it and, for Dan? Uh, Dan? No, no, Dan, not doing it. But, but Dan can take pictures and he can do, like, he knows. I think his son to, used to run his account He knows how to do Twitter now, though. He clearly he's does. He's got it, and, yeah. And that, to me, was, and to Dan's credit, like, Peter King, you know, same thing. Dan came on here and we went back and forth. It was actually down in Florida. We did the podcast. We went back and forth and he took it. And I know. I know Dan enjoys it. He fucking loves it. He loves it. What? He loves the he loves coming on here and battling with it. Like he doesn't, you know. We might not like each other, but he likes the fact that we can go on and fight. About I did it. hear he enjoyed coming on. And he got in trouble. He didn't tell me that. He got in trouble yeah. with ninety eight five for it. I mean, they didn't want him to come on, and he came on and hmm. he did it because I also think Dan didn't like getting the shit kicked out of him every day. And you know what? He came on the air, and I don't beat him up as much anymore. So he played it right. It's a radio version of going in the clubhouse after you, uh, you know, yeah. shit on Pedroia or whatever. I mean, do you think he's when Dan's gone? 
he's that when he walks out the door, that's that's over. There's no we we that talk era of journalists. Yeah. yeah, you guys do talk about it all the time, and I, probably I, too I, much. But I mean, you know, uh, you need an asshole. Yeah, and you know, the young assholes are not around. Is a one? What's young? Uh, geez, in this business, mid forties, because that's know. where I am. Who writes? What are you? Forty one. I'm forty one. I would probably yeah. qualify. You're young. I don't write. You know, I, I, I. You do periodically. Nah, this occasional rip of Phil Sims and then occasionally sort of peters out. And I used to look at these guys and when he's you know left writing to do radio, I'd say, "Geez, why would you stop writing?" Now I understand it's fucking much easier to to talk than to write. Much easier. Yeah. Much, much. Easier. From what I get, it pays yeah. better too. I, it it does pay a little better, depending on the time of the day. It does pay a little better. <laughs> it, does, it pays not bad sometimes. So when you so you write one. How every many fr- times have you redone your deal since uh, February 2013? Or you got some Dino I money? I think Whatever three, coins he left three behind. T- three times. Two or three times. It's Good for fine. you. Things are fine. I'm making a living. Rubbing nickels together to make dimes. Good. This podcast is not about me. It's about you. Don't, you, you, you it's if you have your, about you. If you have your own podcast, I'll come on anytime you'd like. I mean, you came on here. I will reciprocate. Jerry probably will, too. I'd love to have one. Jerry, why don't you? Everybody, I don't know how to run it myself. We don't have a, a young Ben. Nobody uh, at the Globe there. can do it. What do they do? We do Alex Spears. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, Adam Himmelsbach covers the Celtics, oh, yeah. does it by himself. Yeah. You can hear, like, he did one over at Bob Ryan's house because you always get Bob Ryan early on when you're starting off a podcast. Of course, yeah. And the to. maid was vacuuming in the background. Oh, that's, so. that's good. That's I'm, a good listen. Yeah, I, that's a good listen. I can't do that myself. So you write, whenever, you write a column every Friday for the Globe. Media. Media yeah. column. My question is always Wish this. I had more. My question is always this. Why don't you just write about, like, sports radio every week? It's what I, people want to read about. Because uh, I've had this discussion. Nobody wants to hear about Michelle Tafoya. I'm just giving you a tip. Nobody. How nobody. about Jess Mendoza? Once in a while. <laughs> Once in a while. But nobody like, like you know, I know like. You guys hang on every word, though. If I write something stupid like that Bob Sosi thing I wrote, with oh. the, the lead that didn't work, oh. you guys got done, you got, got the segment. You right? got to admit. You got to admit. Sosi was laying on a little thick in that. Well, I, mean, I fuck, you know. With the stopwatch. And I the, went for sar- sarcasm. Not really sarcasm. Yeah. Didn't work. No, I mean, that was translate. on me more than him. But Bob, like you know, like I, like when the season begins, I leave my family. Like you know, Bob, you call it's three hours a day. Yeah, once a week. Right, he's looking out the window waiting for football season. Yeah, Bob, I think that's what I wrote. Bob, actually, yeah, Bob, <laughs> Bob, not so much. Yeah, uh, if is I, there, you know, there, if I had to rank every column I've ever written, that wouldn't be at the top. Was well, the reaction to sports talk radio bigger than the other stuff? It is, but uh, I mean, forget as my bosses have told me, you're covering media, not sports radio entirely, and I, I think a pretty big percentage of what i write is about you guys i would like to have more columns a week doing that and i would like to write about more i mean you guys always want everything written about you anyway yes you guys hang on every word because the track doesn't help anymore well, the track doesn't exist anymore yeah no right. I mean, we missed the track but well yeah. i would say like someone I, I who f- knows just uh i feel like the dino kind of faded away i feel like the dino stuff was almost underreported yeah well, i was away that week too well the, was uh, there nobody else that can do it um that's a big not story. to the level that i can a, man. a morning show guy 20 years right Retires for health reasons, and you know nobody's there to cover. You it. didn't cough there. Give me the air quotes. I just read. I just read. I just what I read when he told Maria. I don't know. Yeah. What a, did you see that interview? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few times. So Jerry, yeah. The passive aggressiveness on the Jerry thing. Yeah, he's a good there's, columnist. There's some issues. There. Jerry is a good columnist. <laughs> he's a great columnist. The best but columnist but come in the on, city, I think. You know, I know how Jerry feels about me. Uh, he was one of the best columnists Boston's had, in my opinion. Ever. I used to buy the Saturday Globe to read his stupidly tight, uh, 
Harold, Harold to read the stupidly uh, Callahan Tunnel Vision column. Oh, right. You know, right. he'd write like- uh, He's a great writer. Andy Pettit uh, looks like uh, Jeff Gorf- Goldblum half morphed into the fly, right. shit like that. Right. That was good, though. <laughs> Jerry's a great writer. But he's also got a, a distinguished uh, radio career, 20 years in this business. Ooh, Jerry or John? Jerry, and John should acknowledge that. He was here for every hour of it. Of course. I'll be honest That's, with you. I, I, it's been my take all along. I've, t- I've said it on the air in front of John. Dennis and Callahan worked. Blank and Callahan would have worked. Mm-hmm. Jerry, to me, was the engine of that show. I believe John that. was good, good host, did a good job. But if you put somebody else in there, I don't know, pick a guy from, from that era. Uh, Levanche. Right. That's the name uh, I thought of, too. Sean McDonough, uh, if you've been focused on it, whoever. Right. Uh, originally, it was going to be Barkan. Eh. Yeah. With Jerry, it would work. I mean, you know, it, that's, I think Jerry, my opinion, Jerry's the best radio, sports radio personality in the history of the city. That's hmm. yeah, that's how I feel about it. Just in the argument. I mean, Felgers had a nice run. I understand that. Glenn's run is fucking unbelievable. That'd be my 1A. Yeah. Great run. Unbelievable run. I wish I had covered it when Glenn was in his heyday, because he's told me stuff like they got 17s for, they for did. ratings. And yeah. I, you know, I never saw him, right. but I totally believe it. I mean, you know, Monday after uh, after a Patriots game, the Bud Sawyer, the thing you did, you wanted to hear the big show. Sure. You wanted to read Borges, at least in my mind, and, of course. and see the big show. And uh, There is... There, you were critical of Glenn before he was out the first time, though. Uh, you were more yes. and more critical the of Glenn. The show slipped. I mean, it was uh, 1997. Three people he has on with him are probably Jerry, Jackie, and uh, who? Steve Lyons was on a lot then. Oh, I mean, LB. You mean the other two people that would be on with him during the show? Yeah. Yeah, you could get Ryan and Jerry. Or right. You could get, you Dan, could get Dan Sean and Jerry. Or, right, or Dan and, Dan and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the 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 talent of the guests started slipping. But here's you think uh, Larry Johnson, Bill Burt, and uh, Diossi wasn't the... not great. But I think that's <laughs> but is that Glenn's is that Glenn's fault? I think they got complacent that the numbers were great, and he started thinking uh, I can put any crony in here. And it's well, don't be you the think same. that Maserati is getting complacent right now? It might not be showing up right now, but it shows up eighteen months later. Right now, yeah, it's a different scenario though, you know, because of the Felger factor. I mean, Glenn was a driving force there. Yeah, I mean, more than it, it was brilliant because the show needed him. Right. The only thing that show needed was him. Um, maybe that's the case with Felger too. I don't know, but uh, um, but like when you wrote, so you it's wrote, a different dynamic. So you wrote right before Glenn went out. Obviously, somebody who was. Did in, I get a good man fired? No, I'm just saying. I'm I mean, that saying. was what you know. I wish I had that kind of clout. What? That well, was Jerry's... Jerry always told uh, mutual friends, you know, well, like Allen and uh, well, you well, got a good well, man well, fired. What I do think, what I do think, what happened? To be honest with you, Chaz, when you're critical of Glenn, there were people here at that time who, who seized put it. a lot of stock in that, yeah, and looked at it. Who were they? Oh, who do you think it was? Well, guys like Jeff Brown and guys he was like, here then. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a guy who fired Glenn. Well, I, and he looked at it and said, "I got to okay, look at I have the some, timeline. I have some ammunition. Put it this way: Do you think Glenn Norway should have been fired? Uh, no, they probably should have bolstered the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that he was better than the guy they brought in after? Everybody on earth was <laughs> well, that so. Guy. I'm just saying. So, so, but that's two separate things. But, getting rid so, of one but, guy but, and but, bringing but, in. But he looks at it. Brown looks at it and says, "Okay, here it is. Here's some concrete evidence. I can get rid of this fucking guy." And you wrote it, and that's that's more. I think that's more of a Jeff Brown issue. But that I would he, say that, for that Glenn should be fired for that year. For that year or so before, you were real critical of Glenn, real critical. Yeah, I never called for him to be fired though. There's one person I called for to be fired. Salk. Yes. Well, and he was. He you was know, f- I know you take credit for that, but uh, I get a I get a second to sit Darius assist on that. Yeah. Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, but before Glenn was fired, to you, and I don't blame you. Should I report this if somebody handed it to me? You obviously had somebody who was at the uh, 
at the which scoop is this? The fucking the the thing with all the people filling out the uh, about the people at the station. Oh, the uh, yeah poll. The What's a, there's a phrase. It's the survey. Blank. Survey. Sure, whatever it was. Right. So they they filled it all out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you must have talked to somebody who filled out the survey who was in the room. Three people. Three people who were in the yeah. room. If I remember correctly, yeah, it was uh, three. And I'm not at all. I would have done it on one. I'm. You would have. No, 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 no. Two, you would have. Maybe would have thought about three. It. Okay, whatever. Talk I, don't to bl- I don't blame you for that. That's that's a good story. Uh, but like, it mattered to management here that the most negative reactions were for Jerry, uh, John, and and Glenn. Is that a bad thing? My or? argument would be is if they filled it out right now today, they mm-hmm. they got together people. Who it would do you be you? It, it would be me. And would and they would fire be, you? It would be Jerry Callahan, right? Would One they fire two? you guys? No, I don't think so. Would they? You know why Glenn lost his gig? Because he is a bad agent. I, what was the loophole? If well, I remember it off the top of my yeah, head, it was, it was top three four or something. I don't know. Periods in the top three, something like that. Why would the fuck would you sign a deal like that? Because at the time, would you sure, sign a deal like that? No, I sign deals all the time, but I probably wouldn't. That kind of fits into what I said about complacency, though. Well, but what I would say is we're it's, untouchable. It's, it's the old, it's the old standby. But I think there's truth in it. If they had moved to FM, I'm not saying 98.5. Maybe they'd still do great. I had that scoop too. But but ninety three. But moving from eight fifty, you want to go in your car when you're done here? Put on eight fifty and see. I've done it since you got switched. See what it sounds. Maybe there's anybody else. Yeah. See what it sounds like. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, was it, what did Mike and Mike get? Like a point eight? They got no, no, no. But a couple books ago, they got a zero. A zero. A flat zero. I think last zero time I looked, zero. it was an eight. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I can't imagine point eight. Human. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was like twenty third or something. Um, but if you're driving your car now and you listen to eight fifty, it's it sounds like you're listening to tunnel radio. It's right. unbelievable. I, I give them, they did as well as they did some of these books on eight fifty versus ninety eight five because I, I have a hard time listening to it. It's fucking sounded awful. Now that's there's a weird that, signal that, though. Like not, I could that, get it up and one of the things I did that set Dino off was saying, uh, oh, through the years was saying driving through Bangor, Maine, saying, hey, I still listen eight fifty. I just tweeted that out and he he would lose his mind. He lost his. I don't know why. Yeah, I well, mean, Dino, I know why, but I don't know why. Well, Dino was a complicated guy. Mm-hmm. There's a book to be written by about Dino by somebody. It's probably not going to be me because he'll have killed me by then. But somebody, somebody going to kill me? Uh, no, I think he's. Well, I, think, I see him uh, coming because you're gone. Yeah, I think his anger is, <laughs> is moved on. I don't know. I don't know. He says he doesn't listen to the show anymore, and he's complacent and happy and retired. Jerry's a so. great columnist. Jerry's a great columnist. I, you know, there's a whole level of of, of palace intrigue. He's got a nice golf swing. He's a good chipper of the golf ball. He is a good chipper of the golf ball. So you're gonna. So your so your stance is that you are not. Chad Finn, you are going to deny that you are uh, not anti-EEI. Although you wrote. No, not at you, all. You wrote at your old stop before you got here, this sort of long manifesto about. EEI. No, that was the, uh, OT. That, yeah. was at, that was at the Globe. Yeah, that's how so I got the gig. It was this long manifesto about how you didn't like EEI and all the trouble with EEI and why this well, guy. Well, no. Has, it was why like, this guy, by the way, why this guy has to go and why this guy has to go. Although you said you never call for anybody to go. This guy has to go. This no, guy I didn't call for go. Glenn to go. That's what I said. Okay, but it was this long. So you got the gig based on a long I, anti-EI manifesto. Uh, you know what? Which is know, sort of an established bias in its own, isn't it? What was the point? What was the point of the column? What was the point of the column? The point of the column was, and I wrote this. Uh, in fact, I have a copy with me. There you uh, go. If you want me to sign one, sure. Um, because Eric Wilbur had one in his desk when uh, when he left. <laughs> um, that if you guys had a legitimate challenger. Um, mm-hmm. that things would change. And that ran summer 2009, August 2009. Challenger comes up within three months. Um, 
you got EI and the Sports Hub were running pretty equally, right? I don't, six yeah, months, that or might something be like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know it that. surpassed it pretty quick, probably within a year. Yeah. Um, but my points were, uh, you know, John's questions are really long. Uh, Mikey needs to get some new material. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn needs to stop having cronies on. But the gist of the column was that uh, if you guys had competition, things would change. And you know, you can say I was calling for people to get fired. I think I was Nostradamus on that. But you would say it was kind of anti-EI, though. It was that things needed to change. And so, that so, was, I my, mean, that my, was seven years is, ago. My perspective but my, but my changed. Point is, but my point is you, you write that. And is that Joe Sullivan who hires you? Well, I was already working at the Globe. Well, who put you in the media spot? Uh, yeah, Joe. So he says that. Yeah. And says, oh, based on this, based on this thing about how much you don't like EEI, we're going to make you our media. No, company. there are other things, uh, other factors. <clears throat> Do you understand too. why I might think that they're that then they're saying, okay, we're going to put in the guy who wrote the thing that's negative about EEI. Right. So let's give him that position. Yeah, that I great. mean, he doesn't like EEI. I know Joe Sullivan doesn't like EEI. It was that. I think part of it was there was another thing I wrote about. Um, OT was like a really short-lived print publication. I mean. I don't remember. Oh, Doom yes. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. a tabloid. Right, right, right. Couldn't find it anywhere. Doomed from the beginning. Right. Um, but it was really fun to write for. Charlie Pierce wrote for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Maz wrote for it. Yep. One of our coworkers. Great writer. <laughs> Not my thing there. Um, but there were a few things I wrote for it. You know, like uh, Mike Gorman, something about the best announcers in Boston, that sort of thing. And right. do you remember who my predecessor was on the media beat? Exactly. You don't. Who was it? Don't give me Bill Griffith. No, he was retired. Uh, it was like uh, was there any, was it really it was somebody dying. full-time in an interim? Was it was like was... Susan Bickelhop was doing oh, it for the that's most right. part at the I time. I would never remember that. Exactly. I never remember They put that. me in, and suddenly it matters again, right? Well, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but you but This you, is you, fun. You, I you fucking do, went you, in a few you rounds. You dodged the question. Like Obviously, you know I've dealt with the guy. Joe Sullivan does not like EEI. I think that's fair to say. I mean, uh, So the guy who doesn't like EEI. When did the issue happen? Read with which one? With, uh, with me or with Borges? Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was with, Hideki yeah, it was Arabu. for both of us. Yeah, Hideki Arabu. But it was up. actually not Joe. It was Don Squar. Right. But Joe Sullivan doesn't. I mean, we know that. Like you just said, we know he doesn't like us. So he reads that and then puts you in that position. So that's a guy who doesn't like EEI, reads something anti-EEI, and puts you in a position to cover the media. Probably one of the best decisions he's ever made. Well, I mean, you guys get a lot of coverage but, in the paper. But, you, but you, don't see, you don't see how we look at that and say, well, that's obviously bias. Well, it didn't happen right after that, though. It happened. Well, but you just said you got the job based on that. It was a big part of it. No, yeah, no, 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 because you it was said a great you got it based on that, and the you know a couple other things I wrote. Okay, for as well. but it was a big part because I wrote some. Me- yeah, that's what I just said. Right. So wrote- then, so then, if you're us, what are we thinking? Yeah, you are thinking? Wow, I want to get this guy every time I can. And eight but, years uh, in, you haven't been able to. But I'm just saying you, because but, but, I do a great job with it. And but, I'm, you know what? You know what I really like is the fact that people here would feed stuff to the Herald if they could to prevent me from getting it. Like you know, Dino wanted a rehab. Calls Buckley on his way over to Fenway and Buck pulls over. And he's got right. that story, which um, I think people knew I was probably working on it at that point in time, what was going on with Dino. Right. Um, and yet uh, yet I still always get the stories. So why didn't you report that? What? The Dino one. I never nailed down. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't talk to me. You know, I, it's a, I, your bosses can't talk to you about that sort of thing. But the fact, my point is Jerry would love the Herald to have every news piece of of information that well, comes Jerry could give, But Jerry could give the Herald stuff. He That's doesn't. right. But why do yeah. I get it before that happens? Like when? I mean, someone who knows, right? Who is that? Glenn? When? Oh, with, On uh, anything. with Gail Fee? Yeah, whenever. I don't know. Do you, I, know? you always say that. You always. I don't know why you always say that. When I read, I see you tweet that. And when I read the, the someone who knows about 
the uh, it's either Glenn or Dino. I thought it was John. I didn't. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think that was really Glenn's myths. I, I think there are two someones who know, depending on what's going on. I guess. Yeah. That yeah. that I don't know. But um, what do you think is going to happen with our show? Well, oh, let me ask you this. Oh let, wait, no, uh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Oh god. In relation to all this thing, you know, bias against you guys or whatever. I like the station a hell of a lot more than I did back then. I mean, the morning show is different. Did, right. Uh, John and Jerry went through a couple of incarnations. They went through, felt like all they did was talk about politics. Which I think is probably historically a little overblown. Yeah, but then they went to the Jeff Brown right. demand where, right. um, they had their, when would you come on? February 2013, right? Uh, That's when yes. all the shit hit the fan yes. around here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they, so they, he they, tells them to do that. Had, That's when the ratings They had the no politics, Kevin Winter, meter left era. Oh, was six a, weeks of Kevin Winter were the high point. <laughs> which was rough. And it's not, I always say this because it's not fair to Kevin. It was not his fault no, it was, at all. You could tell at the beginning. A miscast. It was ESPNization, same thing with uh, There was Saul. a lot of weird shit going on there. Yeah. And I say when I walked in there, whatever, three and a half years ago, I said this to Jerry in here last week, I walked into a show that was dead. Not, not, I, I always joke around about saving it, but the show was dead just because Jeff Brown was there. And they were going through the motions. Have I written that you saved the show? I don't know. Have you? Probably about 10 times. Yeah. Well, I, I, I heard from Dino probably 11 times. Yeah, he's probably not thrilled <laughs> about it. I, don't, I, I actually th- honestly say like I, the ratings went up, and that's, that's great. But if they had taken the – if they put somebody else in there who was okay, took the belt off those guys and let them go crazy and talk politics again, they'd still be on the air. I don't, I don't, I don't think they would have been out of their jobs. I think that's, that's way overstating it. Well, the contracts were coming up. Yeah, they right? were signed a different I mean – Jerry was serious enough, or, or I don't know, worried would be the right word, but he's talking to the Globe about doing that RKO thing with Mike Sheehan, right? No. So, yes, no, that was no. real. No, that was not that real. Was real. That was absolutely not real. Jerry was never going to go to RKO fucking ever. Yeah. Ever. Well, never she- it was Jerry Callahan going to go to AM radio. Never. <laughs> he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to go. People always say that. Jerry was not. Do you, do you, do you report that? No, that's not that is not true. I mean, no. I, that is I can tell you that. Is no, because I didn't have it. Absolutely inaccurate. Yeah, it wasn't uh, no one approached uh, like somebody at the Globe to ask you Jerry would uh, they'd want Jerry as a sports columnist. Who? His friend Mike Sheehan, the publisher. Did you of the think Globe. Jerry asked the Globe if he wanted to be a sports columnist? The last thing Jerry wants to do is fucking write a column. I think there's a possibility. Yeah, that's a good For point. The Globe, I'll give you that. No, I'm telling you that is. Inaccurate. What if it is, wasn't sports? Who told you, Andrew Mahoney tell you that? There's no <laughs> chance. No, right? A political call for the club. He is. He does not want to do. He does not. He does not want to do that. Might no have been thinking about options then, though. I don't right? know. Yeah, that I don't know. I, did, I didn't know him that well when I walked in there. I, I all I knew is all I know is that Jeff Brown was in here and everybody was scared shitless. Mike Salk right. was on the air, and I do think the station would have been if he had stuck around for another year. The station might have folded. I totally fucking believe that. Country music. That's what I heard. Country music. That's it. Hop along, win the hand. You know, people used to think Jeff Brown gave me stuff. Like uh, I know people think that. Yeah, he didn't. He was. He treated me like he treated you guys. Like an asshole. Yeah, I got more out of Wolfie, and you know, Wolfie was. Uh, not the most forthcoming guy usually, or what he would tell you wasn't always the truth. You know? what, what is your daily listening habit? I mean, you got to listen to both stations, I'm guessing. Well, you know where I live. Yeah. Uh, just yes. south of your mansion. Right. Um, I can almost see it when I wake up in the morning. You, do, you need a telescope, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. A little yes. shanty out there. I see the Zumba factory. Yeah. <laughs> I was just getting a pizza. Yes. Um, right. it, uh, yeah, so I drive down. I usually listen to you guys because you come in better. Right. Um, Flip back and forth depending on who the guest is uh, or what you're talking about. Right. But for the most part, I listen to you guys on the way in because I don't get 985 till maybe York. Is it safe is to say? I don't. I don't listen to it all the time. But I hear when you're 
on the opposite show, like I'm sure Fred and, and what I'm listening to it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I'm sure Fred Toucher and Rich Shirt and Lieb and uh, and whoever's on that show hear that we suck all the time. So all I ever hear from people is that the other show sucks. You know, I, oh, I listen to you. The other hearing show sucks. it, you guys suck. No, no, no. I'm saying people say to me, oh, Touch that and Rich they suck. suck, and they tell Touch and Rich, I'm sure that I suck, and that whatever. All right. But when I hear that show now, and the thing I'm hearing from people is that it's not dissimilar to what you said about the big show or uh, about other shows, that they are starting to get sort of stagnant. That complacency. A, yes, there's a complacency now with that show. Yeah. I think that was uh, starting to turn that way during the summer, which surprised me because I think their ratings are better this summer than they were last summer and previous yeah. summer yeah i don't know not this right book that's you the one know, thing that started the, the one thing i will say is that i'd agree with that though and yeah. walk's not a good fit walk's not a good fit i don't think so do you no no, no i don't it's better with crash the one thing i would say is that when i started doing this people would always say that summer ratings they don't care about them and i used to think that was an excuse the truth is that it's just not that, that you guys that, cared when you won by a tenth of a point yeah we had we, it, was, it was a win it was a win but we were but i mean we went I crazy know. for an hour on twitter like a big big picture Summer book is not is yeah. obviously fourth. I mean, for this is this book is important. Right. I mean, this book is essential. I think for both stations. I mean, I well, this think, fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. one we're in right now, I think, is huge. So midday. You guys going to get a combined thirty? We, the it was morning shows. Last we did twenty-seven fall. last fall. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. I don't know. We have a new show. I don't. know. Maybe people will like it. Maybe they won't. Would you guys have a thirteen-four? Yeah, we were close. We were really close. Fourteen-six, something right. like that. And if we had the Patriot, that's unbelievable. If we had Patriots games last fall, we would. I mean, that's. That's a fact. We would beat right. them. I mean, that's just. I think they know it too. We'll see. I don't. Well, know, I'm curious to see summer for you guys because the socks are good again. And yeah, we, we, I think we'll do fine. I think we'll do okay. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't know. The other thing is, I will say our our audience, Touch and Rich, do great. They have a younger audience. A lot of our audience in the summer is gone for two, three, four, five weeks at a time. I mean, it's just a 45, 50 to year Florida. Old. Yeah, well, <laughs> Miramar Lakes. Well, they go up. To, I see a lot of them up in Maine. <laughs> you know, I, there, there's some of that right. to his vacation crowd. Right, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how they'll do. We have a new show. Maybe people will like it. Maybe they yeah. don't. We're trying to figure our way out here. A few weeks in, we're having fun. I appreciate you actually being upfront about the ratings, though. What do you mean? Well, the goalposts get moved. That was Dino's big thing. Yeah, but we're great from thirty-five to sixty-four. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, no doubt. I mean, we're number one. But the reality is, a, tw- a men twenty-five fifty-four. Is and the adult, ratings, the ratings 20, book, right? right. Right. Yeah, and you guys are on the upper end of that, and you know, well, thirty-five to fifty-four. You sell the Cadillacs. Thirty-five to fifty-four. Coffee. We're as high rated a morning show as there is in America. I believe that. I mean, that's. Just I mean, I don't fact. see any other. I mean, that's just that's. I mean, you. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you look at other stations and other cities when they announce. Uh, you know, I follow some guy on Twitter who puts up all the different cities, and like the number one show in Houston in the morning will do like a six-two. Yeah. Is thinking, that Ted Johnson? <laughs> yeah. You bringing him in? Yeah, yeah. You got someone from Houston? We'll have to have the, the lights off when Teddy Johnson's in here. <laughs> but, we, you know, we'll, we'll do – I'm looking at it thinking, we're doing fucking 13s. Yeah. We're doing – when people are, like, wondering what's wrong, we do 11s. I acknowledge that every time I write about it, that uh, the ratings are ridiculous for both sides. What, which, and that it couldn't happen in any market. Which show do you like least on either station? Hmm. I mean, you, you must – Adam Jones? Does that six count? 6A to 6P. No, he's, he's dog shit. He doesn't count. I don't know. I mean, I, it probably used to be Glenn, Lou, and, and Fourier, but I've come around on that. I, I think That's Lou is actually show. Lou now. Lou, he is. He's well, great. When he was in mud, he, was, he, was, he wasn't what Wakefield is on the Nesson broadcast, no, but no. it was the same sort of thing. But that's a good midday show right now. It is. Those two guys work well together. I think well it's together. a better midday show. And, and Glenn, uh, Glenn drives, you know. But clear, it seems to me. Too like, much Kaepernick talk recently, though. It, it seems to me that you listen to us a lot. Yeah. Kind of both the midday shows, but it sounds like you listen to more of Felgram as than, than Dale Hall. Is that true? No, that's probably not true. 50-50? No. I mean, I get out of the office at uh, 5, 
But are you listening during the day? Yeah, I have it on sometimes. Depends on what's going on. When Silva worked there, he had it on all day. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll get an hour of the midday shows. Um, but, uh, yeah, I get I get everything from you guys for the most part. Maybe miss the first hour. Do you get any – does John – Chaunessy told me John Henry's never contacted him once, not a note, nothing. I mean, you wrote about Orsillo. If you mm-hmm. write that, you know, what do you – I'll ask you this before you answer that question. Sure. What do you think of the Nesson programming that's not game programming? Well, it's not good, but that's their design. I mean, I know people – Their design is to suck? Yes, because internally their thinking is, why should we spend the money that Comcast spends on Felger on uh, seven football shows, how many they have, to try to produce, you know, the one you're back on. Right. Um, to try to produce quality and staffing and paying people to actually come in to be guests, you know, a couple hundred bucks, whereas was it 75 bucks on Nesson, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, because they argue that their ratings are essentially the same. So why should we do that? I mean, you think what Nesson could do, they could do everything the yes network does. Of course they could. You, you could, could have Red Soxography and right. Bruinsography. Right. And, and right. You could have Tom Karen host a show like Kay does with people in the audience easily. Right. But, but who's making that decision? Is that Warner? I think it's McGrail. It is. I mean, it's tough to tell, but um, I, yeah, I think because I was sort of their mindset even before Warner was. Warner's not hands on. He's hands on. I mean, you were asking about John Henry. Ask your question there. I mean, well, it, have you got a note from Warner? No, what I've gotten is ignored by him. I mean, I buried them for the Orsillo thing. Right. Right. Um, okay. And well, did Henry give you any shit for that? No, but uh, I tried and tried and tried to get Warner, and, and he ignored you, and he ignored me. For and comment- you know, it was panic over it. Now some of the way that went down. Sure. John Henry not seeing it coming and then trying to come up with plans, including having Don come work here to sort of save face a little yeah, which bit. Which was never going to happen. Uh, he didn't want to sell ads. You know, <laughs> don't, he yeah. wasn't going to do that for well, 70 that, grand a yeah. year or whatever. Well, he could be friends with Andrew Mahoney if he did that. Yeah, well, probably true. He would have to defriend him on Facebook. But uh, uh, what do you think of the job O'Brien's done this year? I've been really critical. I, I've heard that. Lifeless. Like just your typical national guy. I'm surprised. I think there's more there. And he's, for some reason, I don't know if he's been nesonized or what. Yeah. But he's almost been like the anti-Rosillo offense on purpose or not. I think he I think he was taken aback a little bit by how long the Orsillo backlash lasted. You know, it carried over into the season. Yeah. And uh, I think it affected the way he called the game. He tried to be like Don a little bit and, and you know, say what you will about Orsillo as a broadcaster, whether you like him or not. It came pretty effortlessly for him to seem right. like – Definitely. Uh, I mean, his demographic, or as I found out after all this hit the fan with Orsillo, his demographic is 65 and up, the people who were really pissed. Well, it's the, kind of the Red Sox demographic. I hate to say it, but that's the passionate Red Sox crowd. Yeah, is, who are watching every we're night. We're on the lower end of that age. Yeah. I'd say 40 to be generous and up. I heard from a lot of women named Beatrice about, yeah, that's, about that's how the, they, Don was in their living room. From, yeah, from, from, it was sad know, in a way. Dottie and Maynard who did want right. to hear Don again. They but, felt like those guys were, I mean, it, it struck me, uh, being the sensitive soul that I am, right. it struck me that they helped out a lot of lonely people in a sense, that it was well, something they could rely on. Isn't that kind of – that's the sense I get like when guys like Glenn Leave or Dale left. or That's not dissimilar. It's three Do or four know? hours of your day. You could tell me. I don't know yeah. how much, how much You guys get those calls to some degree. On Dino? Well, no, we just people really. who you can tell. They got oh, nothing yeah. better to do than call and you know talk about the Red Sox. Are you surprised that there wasn't more outrage about Dino leaving from mm. listeners? Or was there? Or? You know, I agree with you guys. I should have written about it more. And I still probably will maybe after you guys make a hire. I mean, that's about as biggest within our world as you're going to get. And it's not just your world. I mean, he was a guy who was prominent in this market since 1977. and the 
the son of a bitch. He hit it big both ways, you he know, the, the money in TV you know, and the money in radio. You know, look at the people he was on with. You know, I know Lynch is still on, but, you know, he wasn't. Right, he's got he's a not, 90 he's, seconds of most. He's not relevant. Yeah. Lobel, God, you know, God love him, is interviewing Charles Steinberg on his legend show on the weekend. You know, yeah. I think Lynch is relevant. I think he's probably the only one who really is. I mean, is a new five, six o'clock news guy relevant anymore? He's he's great. Lynch does a great job, but he's, I wouldn't say maybe relevant. in a different way. Not like when we not like when we were like younger. he's he's he could be Boston's Boston's masters master of ceremonies for anything. Sure, but John hit both at the right time at their peak. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and got out and survived somehow got through the fires and, and survived, so he yeah. deserves credit for that. No, I, I want to write more about him. Uh, I think the week he actually left, because I, I reported that he's probably on his way out right. and, uh, you know, had the, the details as they worked he out. He wasn't happy about that. He wasn't? No, I'm asking you. Was he, did he attack you on Twitter? Did he go crazy or no? I don't think so. No, he was all I right. can't remember. What would you do with the show if you're in uh, – I like the guy you had on today. Giardi? Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, a little low energy today. You I two kind of dominated time. him a little bit today, the first time. That can time. happen. Uh, Pete, I love Pete. Pete's in tomorrow. Well, Pete will be in when this on Thursday, so whenever the hell that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, kind of a wild card. I would like to see him back in the station, though. Me too. There's a place in, for him. In some sort of role. Well, um, I want I've, – I've been clear on the record. I want four or five guys we like, and we're mm-hmm. going to rotate them in. That's what I want to do. That's not a bad solution. Keep it disciplined. Keep it guys we like, girls we like, whoever it is. Whoever's good, we'll put them on. You know? So is that sort of a big show approach? I well, mean, not the, reverse, the same thing. The reverse but... big show in a way. Yeah. It's one guy instead of two, and it's sort of the, clearly the, kind of the third guy, and we just bring him in. It's a different voice, and if you don't like Tangway, you're not going to hear him again for three days. If you don't like Mutt or Shepard or, I don't mm-hmm. know, pick somebody from the other station. Or, you know. Mott had a hard time keeping up on you guys. He's been better, the though. The other day. He's been better. Well, it's hard. I think it's hard to walk in there. It's a different room. You know, it's I not think he the... just yelled, print is dead, and that was the extent of yeah, it's <laughs> not the most contribution. It's not the most friendly room, so, you know, I can understand that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's that's what I'd like to do. I don't know. Who who, who knows how that's going to work out, but it's it's. Oh, well, Phil, uh, last time I talked to him about it, said they're hoping early October. That's coming up. You guys still got a lot of people coming in. I'm like, I'm like, you know. On the phone? Uh, last time I asked about yeah. what was going Early on. Early October, I don't think it seems yeah. to me very unlikely that's going to happen. We're bringing. Could in a you couple. two just do it? We probably could, but I like the third guy. I like the yeah. bouncing off somebody. I mean, listen, like the guy who fits most naturally with us is Tangway. Yeah, but he can't do it every day. He just isn't mentally. He's not intellectually mentally capable. a Comcast. Both. I think yeah. it's probably a little bit of both, like we talked about. But, you know, I know you've been critical of Tangway. He's like an him. easy target, though. I like him. He's I mean, you just target. turned him into what he is. He was Tangway? You did. You were the mastermind him, of the whole I thing. I gave him life. I gave he's him a your, second He's act. your little puppet. Yeah, but he's great, though. We love him. <laughs> we love him. No, he's good at it, and it gets a reaction. And the station right now is, I think, actually a pretty good place. Like, every, all the shows get along. They, you know, sometimes a little inner show feuding, but everybody's okay for right now. And yeah. it's a rare moment of peace before another war. Yeah, I haven't seen you uh, fling shit at anybody since not, I've been in here. No, it's been—it's a rare, odd <laughs> moment. I don't know how it's going to end, but, you know, and maybe you'll break some story. Stable management? Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. It's, right. I don't know I don't know what it is, but right now it's its its okay. Yeah. I could change. It probably will change in three months, and you'll be the first guy to write about it and write about how everything's great in 98.5. Well, sure, if I'm around three we're months. We're a disaster. You never know. That's true, you never too. know how the industry goes. So is your boss, is your actual boss Linda Pizzuti-Henry? Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, I have a lot. Her, you know, I'm in a weird place with where, all her years and years and years of newspaper experience. Couple of years, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wh- wh- why she's is running she, Boston.com, and it's not going to be a news site anymore. Other than the fact that she married John Henry, who owns it, how is she qualified for this job? It's a question for her, isn't it? 
Well, I, I've tried to get her on. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. She hasn't come. She hasn't answered our requests yet. Now, people in the building think she's really sharp. I'm but, sure she's uh, not a dummy, but yeah. does she know what she's doing? Uh, we're going to find out. Well, how long has yeah. she been doing this for? But she's in charge. Uh, doing what? I mean, just being involved with the place? In, who's in charge of the newspaper? Uh, John Henry and then you know Brian McGorry's the editor. But I get the feeling that John I don't Henry's, know what her role is. John Henry's not spending a lot of day-to-day time on it. No, Boston.com's her thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, is Boston.com still giving me you know quick headlines, boom, 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 boom? No, your girl Hillary left. That's true. She's gone. <laughs> so it's not six stories about me anymore? No. Is, is it still? I think it was five. Was it six? It was all top five at the same time. That was Aaron time. Andrews, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that guy is a fucking asshole. That what? Gary Zen. He's one of my best friends. Well, he's an asshole. He tried to get me. I talked to him on the phone. He absolutely tried <laughs> to bring you me You called down. him a dickhead the other day. I did? I love him. Yeah, he's a good guy. You like Jerry. What? You like Jerry. We all have our flaws. Yeah, but Jerry's a great guy. Joe's Gary. But, but he... Would you agree that Boston.com in that period was would have been perfectly comfortable with me losing my job? Yeah, but it was Hillary. Okay. She was driving but, it. But he was wrote a bunch uh, of stories, She's got too. an audition here to, soon, doesn't she? I don't think so, no. No? No. I talked to him on the phone at one point because he asked for a comment, and he fucking totally turtled. And, like, I'm like... like what was it? It was Aaron Andrews still? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they would have been comfortable with me getting fired. So if you're me, Chad, like, for the rest of my life, should I ever forgive these fucking people? No. Would you? No. So then why can't I hate but them? But you're like, way more vindictive than I am. You are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's what it's what fuels me sometimes. But that was guys like DuPont and him and Sargent and all these people were like, we don't care if this fucking guy loses his job. Yeah, but you guys hang out with Hillary, don't you? Oh, yeah. oh no. Three, was it you? Three no, Dino. Time, right? three, t- three times. Dino? Didn't Dino go lunch with her? Oh, you and Jerry did. We Dino did. We, didn't go. We, that was a, he was preoccupied. That was a management slash your boy, the guy you mentioned earlier with Jerry, the Globe guy. With Jerry. Mike Sheehan. Oh, they, Sheehan. Yeah, they yeah, sat okay. us all down. It was fine. She apologized. Whatever. It was a waste of everybody's time. Yeah. But so well, she really likes you guys. So she's in so Linda Pizzuti's in charge of Boston.com. Yes. I don't know and actually. How is Boston.com doing under her stewardship? Well, it's changing uh Again? changing it's what it is. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna be a news site anymore. What's it gonna be? Um like uh like pushing Nesson. people com? toward the globe, oh, you know, like look right up the globe. It's going to be like uh, promotional stuff, you know. And what is the future of the globe? Go see Roadie Radio. Good, BBC. not good. You always ask that question. I've been waiting globe? for that one. The mood of the globe is. It's tense. I mean, uh, you know, I know you guys read the paper. How many bylines that used to be there aren't there anymore? A lot. And those are the ones you know. Yes. You know, Powers, Shira, uh, Amley went to NHL Network. You know. I know. I can't believe Shira Springer's gone. I can't. I can barely wake up in the morning, open my hey, eyes without her being. She there. wrote the things that uh, I wouldn't have wanted to write, <laughs> so I respect that. I, I guess covered a couple Olympics with her, and she did all the work that I couldn't have. Possibly I will miss done. John Powers, the decathlete breakdown like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, but he's a great writer. You need the Globe needs another writer. You ever read, you ever read John Powers Celtics books? No. You should. No. Seventies. I, I know. Ryan always, tells me, Ryan always tells me he's the best writer at the Globe. I don't think he's ever had a typo in a no. story submitted. He wears a whale belt, so that's fantastic. <laughs> no socks with loafers. But but the Globe needs what we talk about. The Globe needs a, a shitster. They need a, a guy in there right now. They right. need somebody who you say, okay, Barnacle was that guy, like him or didn't like him. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of his. For I mean, Barnacle? No, yeah. I just thought he was a flowery. Uh... But people would read him, though. People yeah. would say it's Barnacle's day. Will McDonald was the same way, obviously. Right. Dan's the same way. Ryan was the same way. You can't have Will anymore because nobody's going to be playing. No, nobody that is. Way. But they need somebody like, you know. I mean, is Chris Gasper like that? Are you waking up in the morning and saying today's a Chris Gasper day? 
I think he uh, aspires to be more from the Bob Ryan mindset than the Shaughnessy. Yeah, and I think sometimes he, you know, maybe should take a few more chances. Yeah, I mean, fair it's to a say big that, piece of real estate, and he should probably, you know, do something with it. I it is nice real estate. I think he tries a little too hard to be impressive to people on Twitter. To Twitter, the, the crowd. I always call it the Twitter crowd. The attaboy crowd. Cares about the right Twitter. Thompson I think crowd. The fucking. I mean, it's a question for him. I've never talked to him about this, but I think it's yeah, the right Thompson crowd, maybe, but you know, not um, who, not who, the people who read right Thompson. It's but, more right Thompson. But the people who like William Roden. The people who like said that Wright Thompson story was great about Theo Epstein yesterday. A lot Theo of those, looked like a dick. A lot of those people, though, like would would have said that before they read it. Like it's like Gary Smith with Sports Illustrated. Everybody's right. like, oh, I can't, unbelievable piece. Right. It might be, it might not be, but they'll just say it because they feel like they're smart saying it. Right. There's that crowd on Twitter. Yeah. But you, you know? know what? It's a lot easier to be a troll than it is to be someone who actually draws an equal readership with by writing well, well and who's interestingly. Who's a troll? Forget Skip Bayless. Troll, troll's that. a bad word. Like like um, who like who's a writer? But someone who's like an, a naturally antagonist. Like Dan. yeah, Dan's an he's not a troll. He's an antagonist. Right. So. I, I think it's a lot harder to have a thirty five year career like Dan has, you know, to piss off people than it is to you can be well, you know, under the radar is? guy and make a living. Because the vast majority of them, he ends up winning their respect. You know, you look at uh, look at the guys he covered in the Red Sox twenty five years ago. They you know they're all. Yaz, when Shaughnessy got the honor by the Hall of Fame, Yaz did a video with Stan Grossfeld talking about how, how much he appreciated yeah, Shaughnessy. I wasn't a big that, fan of that. But that's what eventually happens, right. where he's there, he becomes sort of part of the part of the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, like that Brian Curtis thing he wrote where Shaughnessy yeah. acts like he owns Fenway? Yeah, where he's drinking in the hook and drinking his wine like he always is at that, at whatchamacallit, at the... Uh... He was? Yeah. I forgot that Curtis part. talks about it. Every time you walk by there, Shaughnessy's drinking. Where Joe is Sullivan he? doesn't even care. You know, down at the... Uh... That's where all the sweets are. It's the open bar there, whatever the hell it's called. That's no, how Curtis starts a story. He's drinking his white wine. Every time I go by there, I see Dan drinking. Huh. But, Sh- but Sullivan doesn't care. I guess not. Joe Sullivan a good editor? He's he an is. Asshole. Is he a good editor? He doesn't want to come on with you. He's been an asshole to me. He seemed like he was pretty straight about it, though, right? Eh, he just we said, had, I don't want to do it. Yeah, no, he was kind of douchey about it. Hmm. And he loves, he's fucking, you know, he's, to me, he is like typical straight out of Globe 101. Like, we're better Which than is, you. We're better than you. No. We're ready for the globe. Say the fuck away from me. Nah, he's the you're, most Yeah, you're guy a radio guy. Like, you're, you're below me, that that whole thing. Nah, there's no arrogance to him. It, it's not. that. That's certainly an ingrained globe thing, uh, especially at higher levels. Some people have been there a long time. But um, like it's DuPont? not Joe. Joe looks, I mean, Joe looks like the most normal person you'd ever meet. He's a horse racing and college, uh, college basketball. basketball guy. Yeah. I mean, it's time, a pretty salt-of-the-earth person. Time to go away. What uh what 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 do we got what do we got on Friday? Uh, see if Jess Mendoza is available. Oh, what do you uh, got? If not her, Michelle Tafoya. I don't know. Let's see if Brady's called Toucher and Rich this week. Um, that's another thing, man. Yeah, I usually that, figure it out on Wednesday. Thing, that's another thing that kind of pissed me. That pissed us off. That's like a lot of these people treated that story like like it was real. Like it was basically essentially a free advertisement for Toucher and Rich. Like, how, how many times have I written about them? Who? Touch and Rich. I don't know. 27. I don't no. Know. How would I know? In, well, in your life? I'm sure a lot. You overbid. Uh, it's probably taking just ratings posts out of it, which I place pretty straightforward. Right. Right? There's no opinion in those. Okay. Um, that might be the only reference in the last year or My so. My point is, it's not even, I know the Globe wrote about it. I don't think you did. I think somebody else did that day. What's that? The, when they oh, the other was separate. Your, I mean, your friend Gary Zen. Uh, that's who it was. Yeah, he he treated it like it was real 
Like yeah, he, he called Shirt and Lieb, right? Yeah, like yeah, like he must know that that wasn't Tom Brady. I did. Yeah, I mean, there's no way he didn't know that. <laughs> Fred and Rich know that that wasn't Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, why are you treating it like it's a real story? I had a note on it where I saw that it was a, basically about it wasn't Tom. You said Brady. it wasn't Tom Brady. Yeah, but that's fine. Right. It was right. more likely Bledsoe or something. You said would play or I forget. He's you come some, back and went back his job. Yeah. The line. So yeah. like obviously, why were, why were other people treating this like it was actual news? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. But I that mean, is it, essentially an advertisement. And, like, you know, we have Brady on and pay him. And it's like, well. well we write about it. We just don't mention you. What do you mean? For well, when Brady comes That's on. true. That's a good point. Yeah. Andrew Ma- <laughs> is Andrew Mahoney not going to, you know, the station. <laughs> you it's always amazing to me. Hmm? You can call him Andy. I don't think I'm ever going to talk to Andy Mahoney, whose feelings were hurt because uh, they were. Kirk Minahan and Jerry Callan accurately pointed out that he's a biased fuckwad yeah. who tried to purposely toyed with us you know that's nah. true and it worked it pissed us off no he, didn't. he won not he a fuck word huh not a fuck word eh, kind nah. of an asshole so what are you writing about friday good guy i'll figure it out today usually figure it out on that's Wednesdays. what you do it wednesday generally unless there's something really obvious yeah you guys gonna hire somebody for what to sit with you and uh jerry for four hours a day i don't i don't i don't see anybody yet who can do it every ratings the next week right 27th for the summer, summer? that's yeah. when i get them yeah, yeah, yeah. We get. It. I think we get it next week, and then the fall book, which is huge. I think. I think it's going to be for both stations. I would guess between the Red Sox and the Patriots. And I want to see election. a thirty between, between the two, two morning guys. shows. Yeah, that's that's. Listen, Lauren and Wally are still around, man. There's only I know. so much we can take. There's still, you know. Yeah, the rock stations do all right. They do great. Summer it carries over a little. Yeah, bit well, they the do fall. great in the summer. I think we'll do fine. I think both stations are. I'm sure will do well, and uh, we report on both numbers and. Joe Sullivan will say, "Hey, can you, can you a little ninety eight five? You're so Mahomes good at say, this. Give it a little ninety eight five tweak. Yeah. Do you yeah. think Joe Sullivan like goes to bed at night and just rubs that old manifesto you wrote like all over himself and, and goes to sleep? No, I do that. You, do yeah, you? yeah. Get a great gig out of it. You don't see the you don't see the you don't see the inherent bias right there. I was that, right that, about that, that, everything. That eludes, that eludes you though. You For, know, forget you could be right about everything. I don't want to again. No, take the cut out. I was again. Do you remember what happened that day when I wrote about it? No. How long ago was that? 2008. That was the no. first time I ever met you or I heard in, from you. I was because in, you wrote in your little mailbag or your notes or uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Com? Yeah. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, Chad fan. I did? Yeah. Even then, I was a good writer. You're a good writer. I should write. You had an impact. You know what it takes, though? Time. It's a blank piece of Tell paper. Tell me about it. I got to do like, it every day. You should go on the radio. It's much easier. Yeah, but, you know, I get the media thing, and, and uh, for the most part, I do you go on you go on radio shows outside the market? Yeah, it's my my personal policy. Yeah, like, I might change that though. I gotta look out for myself. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Uh, because you I know, know I get station, accused of bias enough I know without going on. Definitely put you on. They probably already hired you. You know, I've never done anything over there. However, I've done three podcasts here with who else? Uh, Sam Packard. I okay. think he's in the running for your morning show. Right? <laughs> okay, and who and, else? Uh, Alex Spear. Okay, so this is essentially your first podcast that will be listened to. That you, that you did. <laughs> hey, the one, the one I did. How was the, Alex doing at the Globe? Good, I guess. He is a fucking John Henry wet dream. Yeah. He loves Alex. He's he loves guy. Alex. Yeah. I love Alex, too, but he loves Alex. I feel like Alex is being underutilized. I love Alex, too. Underutilized at the Globe. How would you use him? Uh, I would, first of all, have him send out some weird. The newsletter? At the middle of the day. That's a waste of time. I'm surprised it In comes out In 2016, that's a waste of time. Yeah. It's got to hit noon. And I feel like Remy wants to kill him when he's on Nesson. Remy gives him weird looks. <laughs> Remy you gives know? everybody weird looks. That's true. What, would you have you heard anything about that? Will Remy be back next year? I've heard it's better. 
I don't know what happened. So they're going to have like four guys next year? Just rotating? No, I, th- I mean, I just heard whispers that maybe their um, perception of lines has changed a little bit in-house. Do they like them more or less? Uh, less. I mean, yeah. they thought they were getting a jackpot. When they well, I like him. Lyons. Like, he's a nice guy, but, like, I mean, it's pretty obvious what you've got. He I comes guess. with a little baggage, I guess. And uh, Nesson's attitude when they hired him was, one, he's our guy, he's our hire. Two, national profile. Three, willing to work cheap because he lost a Dodgers gig. Right. And, uh, you know, that's three things they really like. We hired him. Right. People know who he is and not a lot of money. Um, right. But. From what I've heard, uh, I think it's shifted a little bit and that, that Remy's maybe back in more good graces. Of course, I heard that before he was gone for 15 days or whatever it was on that road trip. They do things very odd. They were so, trying to avoid D.O. That's true. Reun- reunion. All right, let's wrap it up. So you will claim that you have never in your life held back on anti-Boston <laughs> Globe stuff from guys on the radio. I will claim anti-Boston Globe no, stuff. No, but, but the, 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 if it's a Maserati you worked with or a Gasper or whomever, that you would be very comfortable ripping their yeah, radio Maz performance. Guy, uh, Gasper is with, a weekend guy. When you worked with them. No, 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 no. That's not the question. As coworkers, would you be willing to be critical of them on the radio? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But you just never were when you worked with them. Well, it's, you know, it's a minor thing. I that's mean, not, but that's. Nobody but, has a four-hour, 20-hour show like you do. I mean, it's it's filling stuff and. Uh, I'm generally writing about the prime time stuff or TV or, uh, you know, an interview or something like that. And, uh, I suppose I could put a note in and you're pissed in. about, and you're pissed about Andrew Mahoney, but you really haven't articulated why. Oh, because he's, because well, he's a quiet behind the scenes me. guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you turned on a guy you didn't know. And then the other question I be last for an oversight because, because it was in the mailbag is somebody Mailbag. No, the Friday thing. I'm sorry. It did last time mailbag last time you did. The chat. Yeah, 2010. The, the, uh, the chat was that somebody said about how Jerry. You guys all hang on that, by the way. No, I do what everybody in the, the media chat. does. They do an F5, whatever it is, and you write your name in. What's an F5? Whatever it is. You search. Oh, in the chat? Yeah. You don't like all the John Farrell questions? No. <laughs> and by the way, nobody, nobody wants to read about the fucking. You know, the war of whoever. Just answer media stuff. Nah. Just for my own sake. No way, man. I get great traffic. Problem is, if I do a search of my name, it's just like, you know, it like blows up. It takes right. forever to get and through. And it's always spelled wrong. Right. It really, I don't know. They get that, my name right. That's a little frustrating. Um, some Somebody wrote a question, posed a question about how, you know, they only like the show when we're talking sports, we're not racist and misogynistic and whatever. And you said you'll leave that without a comment. Yeah. Which to me is an implication that you're saying that that's who. Did they say misogynistic? I think they did. The, the implication is that either Jerry or I are, are racist. I mean, that's mm. that's that, without comments as saying, listen. Yeah, I'm complicit. Yeah, that was a dumb answer. I mean, I you, agree think, with you. you think Jerry Callahan is a racist? Really? Ooh. You know people who know Jerry. I know Jerry. I, the, the, no, I don't think. I think he, so do you think he, I'm a racist then? He, yes. Okay, I no, do. but I'm serious. I like, think you're really glad that Brady and Bledsoe have been the quarterbacks the last 25 that years. That is good. But why would you answer, <laughs> but why would you answer a question like that? Yeah, I don't know. Zipping through them, I guess. Let me see. Yeah, that's not good. Wish there was a way to alert me when Jerry and Kirk returned to sports after multiple segments of bigotry, vitriol, and Clinton bashing. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, the Clinton. Well, Clinton the, bashing is fine. The Trump right? stuff I don't like. Bigotry? And you said, yeah, yeah. I'll leave that without comment. Oh, take that one back. Zipping through. I'll take that one back. Okay, so But you not... have to admit Andy Mahoney's a good guy and you're a me. I don't. would never admit that. <laughs> why, would I, why would I ever like that guy? If you're me, honestly. Why you you have to admit that, that uh, you guys hang on every word I write. 
Every word, I gotta be honest. When you're doing, when you said you talk, when you're talking to Michelle Tafoya or uh, you know I've the new, the new. Oh, I did the women broadcasters thing. That's yeah, that's what that is. Let, leave that. Leave that to my guy Deitch. Sometimes let, things let, are asked for. Let, let he was good, by the way. He was good. Yeah, he was good for still New York to him. No, but he was good. He's got a good attitude. Mm-hmm. He's got a good attitude. He did a good job. A so lot of the guys I. have done a good job. Hmm? So do I. Well, you want to come on with me and Jerry one day? I come on with you guys. You would come on, so you're. I saying, would have to uh, clear it with uh, so you know, like Linda a, Henry. So, but. It's, like it's never going to happen. <laughs> we have a better chance of Aaron Andrews coming on. No, I think it's possible. I'll check that with Jim. I'm sure Jerry would love to do Circumstances that. Circumstances are. Uh, I'd want to come in though. I don't. Want to do, I don't like doing the phone thing. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. We don't. Because you can like tell, that. you know, like I, I miss you guys on Nesson because you can kind of get a sense for how things are. Like you see Maz and Felger. You yeah. said they don't laugh. They actually do laugh. It's well, not funny but, stuff, but yeah. you know, Maz. You know, every time right. he's uh, makes a comment. So you're admitting that also that Touch and Rich are a little stale, and that Maserati has sort of gone into this idiocy. I think Touch as well. and Rich have been better lately, I but it felt like the felt like over the summer, maybe even going back beyond that, that uh, they'd hit a little right. That but, show but Maser- is dependent on two personalities more than any in this market. But Maserati is a buffoon. Maserati's not my thing. Okay. Never has been. Right. Did work with him for a year though. After 40 years at the Herald working with Jerry. He was there for like 10 years at the Herald. Nah, but you never wrote anything negative about Maserati when he was at the Globe. You didn't admit that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can, it was a very small stretch. It was a year. It had nothing to do with it either weeks. way. So you never yeah. pressured by the Globe. You never stayed the Globe. Nobody at the Globe has ever no. said to you. No, I've pretty much free reigned. I mean, sometimes they'll suggest things I should write about. Like the Michelle Tafoya thing. They wanted me to do uh, Why? sideline reporters. Why? thought it was a good story. Was it? I got a lot of buzz. Richard Deitch liked it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> All right, that's Chad Finn of the Globe. Uh, I'm sure we're going to play plenty of this on the uh, Kirk and Callahan show coming up. Uh, and uh, that's it. Anything else, Chad? No, this was good. You're such a nice guy. I tried. You remind it, me of Andrew Mahoney. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. All right, thanks as always for listening to the Enough About Me podcast. If you want more podcasts like this with guests like Artie Lang, where, who else is going to have Artie Lang and fucking Bob Ryan on the same podcast or David Portnoy and uh, John Tomasi. If you want to listen to podcasts like this, you go to iTunes, Stitcher, you go to WI.com, you go to the mobile app. When you go to iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. That's going to help us out a lot. If you want more of these, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. Make sure you do that for me. That is a command. Now do it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.